Yep. Are you still burping? <laughs> I don't know. I had pork for dinner and I'm really gassy, okay? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. It means what it means. I eat pork and I burp a lot. <laughs> Welcome back to the Great Mates Podcast. If this is your first time listening to us, we are a bunch of young Australians who usually talk about our lives here in Australia and sometimes pop culture on the internet. I'm Josh and with me tonight, I've got Nick. Hello. And Olivia. Hello. Long time no here. Yes, I've been places. (laughs) It's been a time, huh? She's been everywhere, man. (laughs) No, not really. (laughs) But yeah. Just limited places mm, for me to record. Yes, that's true. Ah, oh, dear. Um, so, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I believe Bin was supposed to be here, but he won't be. And, um, well, we, we were going to have someone else on, but, you know, things happen and... Life happens. Oh, life happens. Shit happens. Um... Nick, I know we had the survey that came out last week when we were recording and we had the um, link up and everything. I hear you have results. I do. So, last week we ranted for a decent amount of time mm-hmm. about uh, news.com.au's so-called discovery of what Australia's favourite chip is. They said it was Smith's original Whatever. That's and we a lie. said that, Yeah, we said that that was fucking bullshit. And I jokingly said, hey, we should do our own survey. <laughs> and then I did. So it was up for just under a week. Mm-hmm. We had 37, 38 participants. So not the 50 that oh, they had. Damn. And not the 100 I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. But... There are results. How okay. the re- so I asked people what their one to three was, and then they could put four, four to ten, mm-hmm. and I tabulated it all, scored everything via Eurovision style scores. So one gets ten <laughs> points. So if like number one favorite gets ten points, ten favorite or like least of the ten gets one point. It was all tabulated out, and I can officially announce. The great mate's favourite chip is Thin's Light and Tangy. Really? Thank you. Yes. Oh hmm. my god, Light and Tangy is the best flavour. I know I wasn't on last well, week's episode, it but also like, holy depends, shit. It also depends on how I tabulated. Because I asked for brand and flavour. Uh-huh. Because you can also have like... Well, number two was Smith's Salt and Vinegar. Oh, and to just okay. to say the difference, it was 105 points for Light and Tangy, okay. 101 points for Smith Salt and Vinegar. I oh. would be angry so there was only with four either points. of them at top, honestly. But, so I, like I said, I asked for brand and flavour because, you know, you could also have like a Red Rock Salt mm-hmm. and Vinegar, mm-hmm. which was 19th. But officially third is just generic Salt and Vinegar. Wait, oh. generic? So, Salt and well, just vinegar? people that had just put salt and vinegar chips. They had not put a brand. 
Oh, so okay. if that's you put how that together, okay, yeah. If you put that together, that's a hundred and eighty-seven points. So the outright favorite, <clears throat> mm-hmm. if you combine Smith salt and vinegar and salt and vinegar, but also people didn't follow my instructions. <laughs> people never follow instructions in surveys. Let's no. be real. But and yeah. then for those, yeah, yeah, no, I was yeah. like blood and tangy. I thought that we would have like a kettle chip. Up there, mm-hmm. which I mean, fifth. Yeah, is people like a bit of crunch. Soy chicken. <laughs> we love a crunch. Yeah. So I re- yeah, I remember Red Rock Honey Soy Chicken. I believe was tenth on last week's survey, and then mm-hmm. on mine it's fifth. Oh. So. You know, I thought I everyone thought would be sick of honey soy by now. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as a tangent, which I sometimes feel we should take the uh, SciShow tangent way of like punishing people for tangents but Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh honey soy chicken chips were seen as healthy in my primary school huh are you serious yeah they went through a whole like healthy Healthy? canteen redo and they got rid of all the chips and all you could get was red rock salts or red rock honey soy chicken how is honey soy stupid (laughs) yeah i i don't know why like, but, yeah. they didn't substitute, like, grain waves or, like, when those came well, in or anything? This was, like, pre-grain waves, I will oh, say. Okay. Oh, this is a, a world without grain waves. A good world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which, my. Th- there were some grain wave lovers in this. Ooh. Grain waves. Where were grain waves? There's probably an easy way. Oh, there we go. 28th. Okay. Only two people had put it, but they oh. were a number one and a number four. So okay. Also, some oh Smith's original on this came twelfth. <laughs> also, well, that's not including the, now. <laughs> that that's not including the joke submission that was just Smith's original, one through ten except for two, which was something else. So, but that one got deleted because no, that's a joke answer. <laughs> Other great answers were mm-hmm. uh, Samboy chips, which no longer exist. Wait, Samboy no. doesn't exist anymore? I have not seen them in years. I only presume that they don't exist. What the fuck? I love Samboys. Oh, that's so I'll, sad. I'll have a look. <laughs> that's so sad. Samboy chips. It says it is. Yeah, apparently they still exist. Okay, They're I'm just... going to hunt them down next time and like buy them at the shops because I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen them in years and oh, I totally forgot they're... about them. Okay. That's interesting. Yes, Josh? So they're all... So the only one available everywhere is barbecue flavours, Sam Boy? Uh, apparently they were discontinued in... in the early 2000s uh-huh. and came back in they were late, Lazarus 20, resurrected late 2008. In... Ah. Oh. But they're now only exclusively available in IGA stores. See, that would make sense. Mm. Oh, it does say, when I look, it does say Coles Online and Woolworths. So okay. maybe in select locations. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, Whatever, so I, I was wrong in saying week. Sandboy Chips don't exist. <laughs> I'll report back uh, next week for my hunt for Sandboy Chips. Um, the elusive Sandboy. Yeah. Tomato flavor oh. or bust. Well, that that's what was here. Sandboy Atomic Tomato was the submitted 
flavor. Yeah, Ooh. that's the, that's like the best flavor because it's like you can't get tomato anywhere else. You can get like salt and vinegar and barbecue and like other chip yeah. cuts, mm-hmm. but like tomato is like quintessential like Samboy. Oh, speaking of tomato, then um, did any other tomato chip come up? Like big red or something? I don't even know what that is. That's a that is definitely a flavor I've seen before. I know, like, tomato sauce chips exist. They're big in Canada. Yes. But I don't believe there was any other tomato chip. Hmm. Uh, what else did we have here? Uh, someone said hot chips, which uh, that person <laughs> can go die. That's, like, a whole other category on its own. I specifically asked chips slash crisps. So, no, bad person. Uh, someone also put ruffles, which is not available in Australia. Oh, no, you can get ruffles here. I love oh, ruffles. At Costco. At Costco, what? yeah. They come in those, like, oh, massive-ass okay. bags that are, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. family size, American but then you down bag. a bunch by yourself, and it's a bit <laughs> sad. And what was... Also, me learning some terrible flavors of chip, like baked ham-flavored kettle chips. Huh? Oh, yeah, those are a thing. They shouldn't be. I've had them once. They're not great. <laughs> I, I can only imagine. Uh, my favourite of Mission Chili Lime mm-hmm. did get three three votes, a 10, a 9, and a 7 points, mm-hmm. and came 18th. So, is up there. Overall, there were uh, 65 different chips submitted. So, oh, wow. That does include what? hot chips. So <laughs> Okay. But... Yeah, some nice. Uh, That's some pretty good diversity considering the sample size. Chips are nice. I'm happy other people like them. Hmm. But yeah, our overall our top ten were light and tangy, Smith salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar, Doritos cheese supreme, Red Rock honey soy chicken, cheese twisties, which was good to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Rock sweet chili sour cream, Smith's chicken. Pringle sour cream and onion, and Smith's barbecue chips were our top ten. Okay. So, some chip diversity, and also that original are not fucking up there. Excellent. Nice to know. Nice to know that our listeners are not basic. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Huh. I'll have to. Ha- I'll. I'll have to take a squeeze at that data just to. Yeah. You know, for 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 my sake, just to double check everything. But yeah. well, and like I said, there there is obviously it wasn't the great greatest survey because some people had submitted three answers, some submitted ten. So you will mm-hmm. get uh, slightly like that's not great data that yeah. way. Yeah. But also, I was like, some people aren't going to be able to think of ten chips. Yeah, that's, that's which also isn't that true. hard. It's not that hard, but whatever. I was nice to people. Oh, on the topic of food, mm-hmm. um, Josh, you have a little, mm-hmm. little bit of a, a, a thing with MasterChef this week. <laughs> well, um, well, this came via Vinaya, who this is can be not Vinaya here as well, who is in spirit, here um, in spirit. But yeah, you have a little here bit a of a qualm or a. Uh, with the MasterChef, do you want to explain? Sure. 
I, I you know, when, when do I never have a problem with MasterChef? <laughs> For those who um, don't know, Josh is a very, very into his MasterChef. We've just started yes. um, the new season. When- we're, we're five weeks in and, yeah. you know, uh, and I've sort of uh, already given some thoughts in previous episodes, but... You know, uh, the MasterChef Australia Twitter people know who I am and how I like to rip holes in um, production's never-ending um, journey of finding a cis white male winner. Um, but this isn't that. Um, so there is a, an article that came out on SBS, I think, not too long ago, just making reference to one of the contestants who has essentially become the mainstay um, person who cooks lots and lots of curry. Uh, and the Twitter community are a bit divided on that issue. Uh, some people say that, um, you know, you, you should be diversifying. And some people say that you should acknowledge the fact that curry as a concept is very diverse given uh, its origins in India and South Asia. Um, let's also not forget that, obviously, through the diaspora, you get different versions of curry, and then you get the colonial versions of curry, which are... Weak as shit. Dot, 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 um, unpalatable. <laughs> um, well, I mean, even, like, you have a Thai curry, an Indian curry, a Japanese curry. Yeah. All are very different curries. They are, yeah, a curry is a curry is a curry. They're very, very different. Um, and, you know, for my position on this is very much MasterChef, you have to think of it not as a, um, it, it really is a competition. You are there to win. So you yes. have to have a strategy, right? And all well and good, we are only five weeks in. Of course, you're going to use your you know, what you're familiar with, the techniques that you're familiar with, the flavors that you're familiar with as a crutch. And that's fair game in the first, you know, four or five weeks. But if the aim of the game is to become Australia's best home cook, as um, Channel 10 likes to likes to promote this show as um, making, you kind of need to diversify around this time to, you know... Um, to get ahead of the game and the the challenges that people throw, uh, the judges throw at you and production throws at you. And, um, Sandeep, this, um, the male contestant that has, you know, been doing curries for quite a few weeks now. Um, he, from what I've seen, he does have this sort of, he's using the crutch a lot, but I think he's slowly getting, used to um incorporating different styles and you know trying to be more flexible but he's still leaning towards um the south asian profile of flavors and you know ways of doing things so it almost it it should have cost him his fucking immunity pin this week um as we're recording uh because i the challenge this week it's Queensland week, so they made them do like a food truck service challenge, and he. Was, How is that Queensland? I don't, don't, don't know. Don't ask me. Ask okay. Channel Ten okay, cool. and production. Cool. Um, but he was drawn. So 
like in pairs, they go into different food trucks that specialize in different cuisines. Him and Tati, the Indonesian uh, cook that I absolutely adore, um, both were assigned to an American food truck. Um, so the American foods that they decided to cook were, I believe, buffalo wings and chili con carne. But the chili con carne was um, unpalatable. <laughs> and that and that really should have cost him that immunity pin. Um yeah, also not super American. Not super American. I mean, if we're th- if we're thinking white American, yeah, it's not super white American. If we're going more, you know, um culturally diverse. Culturally diverse like Hispanic American, Mexican ish. But, but when you think of like American food, even if you're not like it's like burgers and barbecue, yeah, burger, and wings burgers and, and hot dogs, and yeah, basically but, anything like, that tastes good with barbecue sauce. Any yeah, like like is, a pulled pork slider or something. Yeah, yeah, and and I can kind of understand um, that he was trying to pull something out of his wheelhouse, but it failed miserably. So I th- I hope that. That particular challenge was sort of helped him kickstart, you know, diversifying or expanding his skill set in terms of flavors. And you know, we're there's probably another eight weeks left of the show, so who knows what's going to happen? Um, but I really hope that uh, what else is there? Like him and Tati and a few of the others. Um, who have sort of still stuck around their wheelhouses for now, start moving, you know, start um, challenging themselves. That way, you know, you get to become quite well-rounded, obviously. And if you win, then you can do whatever the fuck you want because <laughs> all you're really bound to is just this commitment to write a, I think it's a monthly column or a weekly column, I can't remember. It um, always changes. It always changes, but you know, what what once you leave the show, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> but if you're if you're in this, you have to have some sort of strategy. And yeah, um, also we uh, Twitter has its favorite boy, uh, South Australian Ben. Oh Ben, we we like we stand Ben um, for his um, selection of floral shirts. <laughs> and the fact that he doesn't get a lot of airtime compared to other people. Um, so yeah, that's it. <sighs> oh dear. I don't watch and- Master Chef, but that was great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if 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 something like what happened last year, you know, with white people trying to take. Uh, Fuck me, don't get me started. If 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 you want to, uh, this is just in general for people, um, if you want to figure out what my thoughts were on last season, I have a Medium article um, available that you can have a read and um, enjoy, I guess. And yeah. Speaking of um, TV shows or, well, things that never seem to end and keep iterating, uh, Pokemon has begun diversifying its very well, interesting... Well, diversifying is... 
I don't know how diverse it is. Um, it's just I mean, expanding we're... into different sections that none of us would have infiltrating really thought the home. Pokemon would have gone into. Well, what we're touching on is even as Nintendo said, we gamified walking. Now we're gamifying sleeping. I have. N- I do not understand the decisions. I mean, I get that. it. It's a sleep tracker. I get the aim of it, and I know in Japan there is a big uh, issue with productivity. Mm-hmm. So trying to get people to actually sleep will be good, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, as Rubber Ross said, you're fucking asleep. You don't need to be entertained. <laughs> um. So for context... Uh, Pokemon had a Pokemon Direct uh, the other day, and they essentially announced um, a couple of a couple of different. Um, what would you describe them as? A couple of uh, applications. Applications. Um, are they applications or products? I, I, Most of them were phone apps. Yeah. So essentially, ah. a bunch of new phone apps. Um, mm-hmm. One of them that they announced uh, that has been the subject of many memes is Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> um, and that is what it is called. That yeah, is what just... they have called it. That is not That is not like the internet's name for it. No, there's a logo that... and everything. Yeah, oh, they legitimately called it Pokemon Sleep. I'm um, going to take a look at this logo. Hang yeah, on. so yeah, essentially sure. um, Pokemon Sleep is meant to help enhance the sleeping experience by adding Pokemon for some reason, because, like, you know, what were we missing? In- oh, this shit is hilarious. What were you missing also, to help you they, sleep? Pokemon. They missed out on calling it Pokemon Go to Sleep. Yeah, like, big mistake, Nintendo, <laughs> first of all. Um, but, yeah, so essentially Pokemon Sleep, I think, is meant to help you track yes, your it is, sleeping pattern. It is a sleep tracker okay. that will somehow incorporate Pokemon. That is where people okay. are not quite sure... About that. Yeah, so they essentially have that. It's coming to phones and, like, other things, I'm assuming, in 2020. Um, they mm-hmm. also... uh, yes, that was the 2020 announcement. Yeah, so they also have... Um, they also have Pokemon Home. Pokemon well, Home, which, which is Which I know a little a... less about. Yeah, it is a connect... It's a connecting service, so we'll connect... Pokemon Bank on the 3DS, which you can store all your 3DS Pokemon games, so X, X and Y, uh, Omega, Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, uh, Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. So that will connect okay. those to yep. this phone app called Pokemon Home, which mm-hmm. will also connect to Pokemon Go, which mm-hmm. will also connect to Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which will also connect to Pokemon Sword and Shield. So this Jesus will allow Christ. you going to connect to, to all transfer, of us and it's fucking terrifying. Which will yeah, so this will allow you to transfer ev- all Pokemon previous to generation uh like post generation 3 so you can have generation 3 Pokemon upwards via mm-hmm. transferring from generation 3 to generation 4, generation 4 to generation 5. Generation 5 was what allowed you Pokemon Bank then allows you to go five to six, and then all that can now be transferred to uh, Sword and Shield. But you can't 
transfer anything backwards. So anything from go or let's go will be stuck. You can't. Okay, okay. Yes. So it's not backwards compatible. There is no backwards compatibility. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Which makes sense. Yes. I mean, you you would literally break multiple games if you try to introduce backwards compatibility. Unless, you know... They... Well, also, it's not in the data. Yeah, that's like that, that was my biggest disappointment about Let's Go. I was like, mm-hmm. on Pokemon Go, you have Generation 2 to 3, and most of my Pokemon are Generation 3 on Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. But I can't do anything with them. I can only touch my Generation 1 Pokemon. Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. I'm but, having a read of these articles about... Yeah, uh, a- another issue I found with Pokemon Home is because it connects to Pokemon Bank and not the actual games themselves, you have to have an ongoing Pokemon Bank subscription, which in Australia I believe is $13 a year. Uh, and because there hasn't been a 3DS release in two years, people's subscriptions are going to have are going to have expired and people are going to spend $13 to transfer their Pokemon to Sword and Shield. And I'm going to have to do this because I have games full of Shinies and Legendaries and Event Pokemon. Oh, dear. Congratulations, Nintendo slash Pokemon. Take my money. You get my... Which uh, I've had a gift card on my Nintendo account for a very long time now. Ever since Pokemon Dream Radar came out. Because it's what I wanted. I wanted Dream Radar, but you had to buy it online. So I got a Nintendo gift card. Uh Uh-huh. Goodness me. So hopefully I still have $13 on that so that Mm -hmm. I can don't have to spend any money. But then you're going to maybe have subscription fees for home, which I hope not, because you're going to have to have a Switch membership, which is $30 a year. Ooh. It's quite cheap. Wait, Switch Online? Yeah, Switch Online. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, I think like you said, it's thirty dollars for an individual. I think I've got it for sixty for a family account, which can have up to eight people. Mm. Why do you have a family account? Oh, because I use it with uh, my boyfriend. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ha ha ha. I see. But yeah, that makes sense. Like it's a, I like do... it's a decent price. That's like a Costco membership. Uh, well, also, true. it's a lot cheaper compared to uh, Xbox and PlayStation, which are like $120 a year. True. Mm, that's so, very true. But, yeah. but also, you don't have the free games that Xbox and PlayStation provide you. Like a mu- Nintendo- on a monthly yeah, basis. Yeah, like right? on a monthly yeah. basis. Nintendo, you get like NES and maybe SNES classic games. I mean, you get mm-hmm. Tetris 99, which is the most intense yeah, battle royale get ever. Te- you do get Tetris 99. <laughs> So and I'm real I'm really hoping they release some other games because yeah it's like that's the thing unless you have online oh, I mean, you also ga- have like access ga- to smash yeah unless you have like games that are compatible online it's I don't think it's really worth getting Nintendo online cuz like mm-hmm. like smash I understand like splatoon and stuff um oh what else like Arms, I don't know. Yeah, uh, arms. Mario Kart, Mario Kart Two. Uh, like oh, I know Overcooked Two has online capabilities now, and like oh, a handful okay. of other games. But like, unless you have like a like a handful of those, I don't know if it's really worth getting the online subscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, that's like, I, I haven't got it yet. Yeah. I looked at getting it on the weekend, but I didn't get it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, on the, uh, on yeah, the... I will definitely be getting it for Pokemon. <laughs> I Like, I, I recommend it. Like, I, I have fun playing Tetris and, like, being online and stuff anyway. Yeah. Well, I like, I'm not great at Tetris, but I was like, you know what? It'd be fun. Mm. So, I'll probably mm-hmm. get it at least for Tetris 99 and... I know, it'd be good to have, like, one more free-to-play game on it. Even yeah, that's if it what was, I was thinking. Even if it was a, only a freemium game. Mm. But having something else, like like a card game or something, I don't know. But, yeah, it'd be, it'd like, just to have, something, like, one more selling point for Yeah, something to appeal to the, the masses, service. really. Yeah. Or they made their free game collection a little bit better than here's another Mario port because I have played like three different ports of Super Mario Brothers now and I still don't like it that much Mm -hmm. but whatever Nintendo just pump (laughs) out the same shit and not actually give us 64 or uh, GameCube Remakes. Oh, Golden Eye. That's all. Fun. All I want is Super Mario sixty four and Super Mario Sunshine. Mm. Mm. I just want those two games. I just want to play those two games because I've never properly played those two games. Um, speaking of Nintendo, um, yes. I don't know if you guys are as invested as I am, but I know E three is coming up. I think by the mm-hmm. time this episode comes out, it'll be in like a couple of days. Um, do you have any, like, games that you're looking forward to or, like, you'd hope to be released or something? Because I know, um, for me personally, I'd love to hear, uh, I'd love to hear more about, um, Animal Crossing on the (laughs) Switch. (laughs) That event, that, that, um, (laughs) oh my goodness. If... If they do release Animal Crossing on Switch, they have to. Can I wonder if they can do some sort of like? I'm sure they can. If they can do the, whatever is the, mobile app thing for Animal Crossing Pocket uh, Pocket Camp. What is it? Yeah. If they if they can do some sort of like integration, I'm sure people would. I think people would be happy with that. But would I feel be keen like, for that. Yeah, I but feel yeah, like I know some people are. You could. Yeah, I don't know how you could include it. Plus, it being so um, <coughs> freemium. Mm. True, and that's the thing. That, People pay like well, money, like microtransactions for yeah, that exactly. game. So I'm not sure how that would really work within the realm of. Well, that's. I what, mean, they're gonna do it with Home and Go and the. Um, yeah, but that's mm. different. Mm. That is a set price where everyone buys into it. This is. Not not pay to win because you're not actually winning anything, mm. but I mean you technically could, and it, and because it's not a pay to win system, it doesn't matter. But I mean, there's not really any winning. It's just leveling up and just getting yeah, bigger and better. It's just like building your village. Mm. So, but uh, this is a tangent. But I saw a thing about Nintendo's because uh, Nintendo are releasing Mario Kart. On a mobile, on the mobile device. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Huh? And it is pay to win. It is 100% pay to win. The The faster characters are behind paywalls with like one in 300 chances of winning that character and cart. And like everything's broken up. Like if you've played Mario Kart 8, mm-hmm. you know like your body, your wheels, your glider are all separate. Yeah, so they give you different... Um... Like, oh. different, abi- not abilities, but, like, stats. Stats. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you'll have, like, higher se- acceleration versus top speed, traction, okay. whatever. So, yeah. So, that they've actually hmm. looked into. And what was it? Uh, Super Mario, the Super Mario game that was on mobile. Uh, Super Mario, made- like, Mario Run. Yeah, Super Mario Run. That made no it- sense. <laughs> yeah, but it made a fuck ton of money. Yeah, that's because everyone loves Nintendo. They'll like they know yeah, they'll they- make money from it, like despite how stupid the idea is. They're like a so, money making machine. But then Nintendo came out especially after Animal Crossing and said we don't want to do like pay to win and then they've done this with Mario Kart. Mm. So, yeah, Nintendo good work on completely not following through on what you said. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, and Animal Crossing on the Switch could be interesting, and if there was some um, mobile to Switch interactions, would be good. Mm. Mm. Like I wouldn't be too fussed about that because I gave up playing um, Pocket Camp. But yeah, no, I reckon that would be good because they did announce that the like back last year when they did announce it, they said it was going to be a 2019 launch. But I'm kind of iffy about that considering we're already like halfway through the year with no further information like i'm hoping for a release date at mm-hmm. e3 they they could be taking after western companies and doing the this game is available today holiday oh, i mean yes, true that would true. create a lot of buzz around it and i know they did do that at the um the what was it the international video game awards or something um earlier this year but yeah so Fingers well, crossed. That's how they dropped. About, te- that's yeah. how they dropped Tetris ninety nine. They went Tetris ninety nine is available right now. Um, but and yeah, yeah. Um, um, for me, I just want, and this is more from the Nintendo Direct coming up in a couple of days as we record. I, I want to see some final evolutions for Sword and Shield. Yeah, <laughs> same, yes. same. Uh, I also want to see the original Bird Pokemon. Like, I, I just kind of... Have we not seen the regional bed Pokemon yet? I think we saw it, but, like, not too Maybe, well. like, a frame or two. Yeah. So, like, I, I just want, like, the the usual Pokemon be like staple a... thing. So, like, my evolutions, my bird Pokemon, my weak ass, like, level, evolves at level 20 Pokemon, rat <laughs> creature thing. Yes. Um, Do we get yeah, bug? I'm sure there'll be a bug one. Yeah, the original bug. Um, do do we reveal evolutions at this time as well? Uh, uh, I don't not, know. Not unless it's Mr. Fairy evolution. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. I think that was the only one that was big for a while. Yeah. For evolutions, also I don't know if they'll do evolutions this game. Yeah, they I think they're going to hold generation. Off. We only ever mm. had evolutions one, two, four. And six. Technically being eight, the pattern does follow that we would have evolutions. Yeah. But, but I, I think I they've got like a good number. Would... Oh, there's a haunting. Oh, Uh-oh. do I hear voices? 
I hear voices. Oh, oh, oh shit, this, go- think... this ghost. Oh, this ghost. Oh, yeah, what? Oh, this ghost. Ghost. <laughs> um, so, yeah, some Pokemon news would be good. Uh, there's supposed to be mm-hmm. some news on Halo, which I would be keen Ooh. to see, but also I ain't buying that game for at least, like, two years. Mm. Uh-huh. So it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I don't play a lot of games to be honest like i buy games like two years after release Mm. Mm. and the only game i've put like decent hours into recently is fallout 4 and that came out a long time a long time ago but i was waiting for like game of the year edition and bought it and then found out like two weeks later that it was like half the price i bought it for Mm. oh well i've been playing the hell out of that on it when you Mm. like load up your game it tells you how long you've been playing for and i've got like a full week of gameplay in it. Uh-huh. So, which which isn't actually that bad for me. Like, mm. I remember Pokemon White, I had 2,000 hours in. Yikes. Yeah, that was... I put a lot of time into that game. <laughs> oh, God. It, it, it could probably be getting close to 2,500 now, the amount of, like, breeding and stuff I'd, I've put into that game. Mm. But because it was so playable, because there was so much Ah. replayability in battles. Like, I was just Mm -hmm. leveling up Pokemon to level 100 for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, future Pokemon games have not done that. They haven't had that much, like, grinding to them. You've had to, like, grind with wild Pokemon, which ain't as fun as just, like, the big stadium and small court in Gen 5, where you would just, like battle 10 trainers in one room but whatever that's that's a sidetrack um uh, also I, oh sorry you go I, I was just going to say there was also a ghost before who said they were excited for cyberpunk 2077 yeah i'm just looking Cyber. at it now uh it's going to be cross platform as i can see um oh. but i haven't really seen anything about this before but it looks pretty good um, very futuresque, as the title suggests. Um, story, story-driven story open RPG of the dark future. That sounds pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. It sounds similar to... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like Devil May Cry vibes for some reason. Um, but yeah, the art looks fucking stunning. And it's made by the people who did Witcher, so like it's probably going to be good. And it's like, probably a bunch of people... Who are super excited about it, but mm, um, there are a lot of people very excited. Yeah. However, there were some delays that got announced for it, Ooh. and the game was first announced in like the early 2010s. Okay. It was supposed so to be like, on the previous next gen, so on, on the previous console. Mm. So, so like, fingers crossed, been... there's like no more delays. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very much the same as like Beyond Good and Evil Two, where it was a mm. game. That sh- that was coming for a long while. Oh god! No, that was. But apparently, it, it was supposed to come out this year. Yeah, didn't that but... happen with uh? Wh- oh, what was the new one that came out recently? Kingdom Hearts, whatever fucking number they're up to. <laughs> Three. Um. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Like they 
created it for the previous generation of consoles and they took so long Mm, mm. that now on this generation of consoles it's like a little bit buggy is what i've heard from a lot of people um but Uh, yeah that's like that's um, the thing that i'm scared of that's been notorious lately like games built for the previous system yeah Mm -hmm. and then just taking like ages for them to yeah a lot of delays but yeah, yeah so, and it's like at uh, that time you're playing catch up with the technology, really. Yeah, Cyberpunk was supposed to come out this year, but it's believed to be postponed to April 2020 for release. Oof. Oh, God. Just oh, because God. of art. Uh, no, well, it wasn't art. It was technical issues, I believe. It's always fucking technical issues, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah, everything's technical, technical issues. <laughs> um, but yeah, like another one that's coming out, I think next month. I've always wanted to check out Fire Emblem. Um, and I did see the trailer for this, I think, when they announced it. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. I think they might have more information about it at E3, if anything, like, fingers crossed. Um mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've always wanted to check out the Fire Emblem story because, like, I know there's so much, like, history and lore behind it and there's, like, a bunch of characters on um, Smash Brothers (laughs) that I have no idea who they are, but they're in all these games. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, no, Three Houses looks really interesting because I think you can choose. It's basically, like, Gryffindor, Raven, uh, Gryffindor, uh, Ravenclaw, and Hufflepuff in that you have, like, uh, red, green, uh, red, blue and yellow house um Uh and i'm assuming like in previous games like my my very limited knowledge of previous games i'm assuming you have to choose one of the houses to go with and like battle for them essentially but yeah yeah but it does look exciting and like the graphics and like art for fire emblem are always stunning like the buildings and characters that they design are always so intricate and so i'm super excited like hopefully I can check this one out because, yeah, it'd be good too. Mm. And I've heard a lot of things, like, good things about it from my friends. So, yeah. The um, other thing I wouldn't be surprised to hear about would be a N64 classic. Oh, yes. Like the mini mm. the mini versions that they've been releasing yeah. in recent years. Yeah. Mm. There um, was a uh, patent for a mini... N64 controller last year, I believe. Oh, yeah. Whether that be a placeholder patent or an active patent, but yeah, I don't know what games would be on the N64 Mini because there's so many decent games, plus you have the rare issue Mm. where rare is owned by Microsoft and so them giving Nintendo like uh, Banjo-Kazooie is yeah. not super likely. Yeah. And that's, like, the thing that people go for is the nostalgia value for these. So, like, I think a lot of people would be disappointed, especially if those games weren't included. But, like, li- with licensing and everything, it's fair. Yeah. Um, and because they did release the the mini... Was it the mini PlayStation 1? Yes, yeah, which was th- a mega disappointment. Yeah, because I was tempted to get that. I've got the mini Super Nintendo, but yeah, I know I haven't touched that for like a while now, and I'm hoping yeah. that any like any other mini console that they release is a step up, I guess. From like I was kind of saying, it would have to have like Super Mario sixty four 
for me to actually consider buying it. Yeah. Which, being a complete Nintendo property, you would hope they would have it. Mm. Uh, what else would I want from a 64? I don't know. Because... Well, that's the other thing. Like, I could say all the games I have on 64, but I already have them. So, I don't really want an emulator for them. I know. It's like, you've got the genuine thing right there. Why not just... Yeah, exactly. Like, I have... Use it. Pokemon Stadium. I have... Do I still have Superman 64 or did I lose that? Because fuck, that game's terrible and unplayable. (laughs) But yeah, Uh, there's... Like, let's just... Fingers crossed that they take a long, hard look at themselves and try to make... (laughs) But also, that thing's going to be hella expensive. They're going to be throwing a lot. Like, the, the original NES Classic was 100. The SNES Classic was like 120. Yeah. This thing's going to be like 150. Yeah. Nintendo uh, just like to milk us fanboys for money. They do. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that Nintendo will probably be announcing is their two new Switches. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Like, what, what's, I'm, what's I'm the deal with that? I'm kind of bracing myself for it, but like, I'm not really setting my hopes high for any new console improvement. Like, that might come, I don't know, later this year. Yeah, it's, it's the belief is that the cheaper console will drop at uh, holidays to coincide uh-huh. with Sword and Shield because a lot of people are going to be wanting Sword and Shield and not having Switches. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a smart business. So there will be a, there will be a cheaper Switch released. The problem is people aren't sure if it will be handheld only. Like people are like, will it be handheld only? Which the problem with that is it's going to make playing. Uh, games like Super Mario Odyssey very difficult that have parts where you have to be playing in docked mode. Super Mario. Uh, wait, does Super Mario Odyssey have bits where you have to play in docked mode? Well, you have to be. You have to have your Joy Cons detached. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So, having Joy Cons that aren't detachable is going to be a bit of an issue. Difficult. Yeah. Like, especially considering that there was their, like, whole ploy. The like, other initially. the other things that they could possibly re- be remove is uh, the IR camera, which the only game I believe that IR camera was used in is 1-2-Switch. So that that IR was ca- useless. 1-2-Switch They can pull that fluke. out. <laughs> um, that, that HD rumble they could probably also remove and just have a normal rumble in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like I I wish a lot of the games would have like different options, especially yeah, like you said HD Rumble. It's so stupid. Some like it's good for some oh, things. I think it yeah, it could but, be, it, it could be utilized a lot better. Yeah, like it could So essentially HD Rumble is just like soup like rumbling on steroids. Like you know how your controller usually shakes a bit. Um it's that but like super sensitive and some of the games that I have, I personally had an issue with where you just can't turn it off and it's just like intense rumbling. Oh, there's like, no. There's like no in between. So it like distracts from the game a bit, but like it's a minor mm-hmm. thing that I'm just kind of like, eh. So yeah, a, a cheaper switch to be released with Sword and Shield and then a souped up switch to be re- released around April, people are thinking again, that's going to have... Better memory, better RAM, like doubling the RAM in it. 
I think it was more just RAM. I think it was mainly RAM updates, which means you're going to get better frame rate on the TV, which doesn't matter because I'm blind and I can't tell the difference between frame rates. <laughs> it's true. I cannot, like, I mean, I can tell when frame rate's shitting itself, mm-hmm. but, like, definition and frame rate, I can't tell the difference. Like, I can't tell the difference between, like, 720p and 1080p. So, why do I even bother with 4K? And I can't tell the difference really between, like, 50 and 60 frames per second and that. So, I don't care. I'll just play it lower lower stuff and happily uh, deal with it. But, yeah, so two two new Switches to be released. Uh... What else? What else has been used gaming wise? That's really all, all I've remember hearing that I've actually been interested in. Yeah, I think that's like I think that's going to be it until E three announcements inevitably come in. But I think I might do a mm. little a little spiel on that one. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah, when, 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 when everything when happens, there. if there are any exciting announcements. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably do my usual yeah. watching Ubisoft, watching Bethesda, watching Microsoft, and then. Maybe watching Nintendo. Problem is, Nintendo's so early. Yeah, we'll like, we'll we'll get around to. Most of them start at like eleven a.m., but like Nintendo starts at like five a.m. Yeah, because they always and do I'm it like, to American n- times. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. <sighs> a very video gamey. <laughs> very much episode. So. Well, so, a very I, video gamey. and I enjoy to- our video games. It's a very video gamey way to end the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um But yeah. I guess we should start wrapping up now. And we'll probably start with recommendations. So recommendations if you haven't um haven't realized we do them now for as part of season three, where we just recommend literally anything to you. So that's either movies, games, um, podcasts, people that we find interesting. TV shows. Um, TV shows, literally anything. So, um, Olivia. Yes. Who's your recommendation? Um, my recommendation this week is uh, another video game. Um, but I've been... Well, can I... Okay, I've got two. Uh, the video game that I've just finished this past week uh, is called A Plague mm-hmm. Tale uh, Innocence. Um, it's on cross-platform, so uh, PlayStation, PC, pretty sure Xbox as well, maybe. Um, super lovely game about the Black Death and oh. a lot of rats. <laughs> okay. Um, so this okay. is in France, and I won't say any more than that. It's a very story-based game. I really, really like it. It's not too long of a playthrough, um, but it's a very enjoyable story game if you do like your stories. Um, mm-hmm. And the art is beautifully done. It looks like the triple, like it looks like it could be a triple A game essentially with the like, graphics and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my first recommendation. Um, second recommendation is a Netflix show, uh, not a show, movie. Um, Always be my maybe. <laughs> Starring, oh my goodness. starring Ali Wong and Randall Park. Highly recommend. It's just your, like, soppy rom-com feel-good film, but it's got Keanu Reeves in it, and I'm not going to say any more <laughs> other than that, but if that's not can enough I, to get you to watch I, the movie, I don't know what is. Can I, can I 
add very quickly, yes. I watched this last night, and when we got to the Keanu Reeves bit, I was just like, this this movie is wild. It takes the piss out of itself. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of ad lib. So yeah, those are my two recommendations. Yes. Okay, and where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Eight Bit Olive on Twitter. Sweet. Yeah. Nick. So you said we can recommend anything. Yes. Does that mean I can recommend my cat? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, no. you could. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, no. yeah. I mean, that, that that's more just the check out my Instagram. Yeah, I was about no. to say, mm-hmm. just promote your Instagram because there are yeah. pictures of cat on there. Yeah, I, I think this week I had three posts after he was sick last week, including mm-hmm. his weird half-shaven legs and stuff. Aww. Go, go, go Aww. laugh at him. He, he's better now. He's being <laughs> naughty. So, no, uh, Back to his old self. Yes, back to his old self. He's mm-hmm. rolling next to me at the moment. Uh, so my actual... My actual recommendation is the only anime I have actually ever properly enjoyed and the anime I grew up on remembering being a kid and having like one VHS a week to watch. Well, well, two. I would get one Pokemon VHS and one 1980s Astro Boy VHS. Oh, Astro Boy. And that, like... Astro is still like my one of my idols, one of the people I look up to, even though he's a tiny robot that has a machine gun in his butt. But still, <laughs> I will always laugh about the machine gun in the butt. Great, because... great way to describe Astro Boy. Well, he's got a laser finger and a machine gun in his butt. <laughs> laser finger. But yeah, I I don't think it's appreciated <clears throat> enough by younger people. Fair enough. Like it doesn't hold up great. But it's like 30, 30 episodes, 40 episodes. Oh. So it's not it's not that long. Yeah. I don't know where you'd find it because I have it all on DVD. So, <laughs> but it has to be somewhere. You can probably get it on like Crunchyroll. The, the ether can help out with that. You've got the wider open I'd, internet. I Yeah, I believe you'd be able to get it on like Crunchyroll or Funimation or some other anime streaming service. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it because it's a real good, real good show, and it's eighties and like no, it's not eighties. It was released in the eighties, but it's not eighties. If you know what I'm saying. Yes. It's just it's it's really it's really good. People, go watch it. I I'm begging now. <laughs> and if if you do want to see my cat, you can check out my Instagram at Nick Lancroon. That is also my Twitter. Twitter's not as interesting as cat though, so go check mm-hmm. out cat. <laughs> um, speaking of anime, I've heard the ghost has a little bit um, that it wants to share. So um, we'll we'll see what happens if if the if the ghost has the audio prepared, um, it'll come after the boops. Okay, I am the ghost who haunted this fucking podcast this whole time. Um, so I, I, my recommendation for. Um, this week, because I really wanted to talk about it, but I didn't get to go on the podcast, so whatever, I'm here. Um, is I want people to go watch the Gigak video, the Mother's Basement video, and the um, Bonsai Pop video about classic anime, uh, what makes classic anime, and, it, and is classic anime dying? Um, I don't think this is just important to, to anime fans such as myself, um, but I also think it's like it's an important conversation to have overall when it comes to art and to, and to media. Um, you know, what makes it classic, what makes, you know, 
um, what, what um, I guess, like, uh, might cause a, a quote-unquote classic to die or the classics to die. Um, I think, personally, I think that's a very foolish statement to say the yeah, classics die because they never do. Homer, um, all of his stuff is still around, the Iliad and the, um, the, the Odyssey. Um, you still have like Shakespeare's works. You still have all these other classic literature stuff. Maybe that's never died. It's been you know, hundreds of years. I think, um, I guess, I personally fall into this camp of like the the classics of anime are dying as such. That's just becoming more niche because we have so much more anime now to consume, and there's so much different like genres of anime. Um, that it, it's like it becomes um, hard to go back and watch what's considered like classic anime, right? So, um, yeah, anime like you know, a place, uh, place further in the universe, or um, I'm gonna butcher this, uh, Hitori Bochi no uh, uh, Saikatsu, um, like like these kind of anime, you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna find as a quote unquote classic anime, right? Um, but like. <laughs> And I feel like people who are like into that, um, into that like um, anime are probably not going to be into what we, we consider classics, right? We consider things like KYB book classics. We consider things like Neon Genesis classics. We consider things like um, uh, the fucking Serial Experiments classics or Code Geass even to a point. Uh, although I, I feel like when when we talk about classics, it's kind of the 80s to like the 90s kind of era. Um, that being said, like, like it's. I think it's where we, where we are. We're at this point where it's like, as anime fans, um, if we are like that deep into anime, which I am, and I, I know a lot of people are, um, we, we're like, um, we will go out and seek seek the classics ourselves, right? I went back and I watched Cowboy Bebop. I'm going back soon to go watch. Fist of the North Star, which I've been told is amazing. Um, there's a lot of anime that um, I feel like the, the what, what we considered classics are so niche now because you know there are people who are really into um, Gundam and into stuff like that, They're, and they go back and they watch like um, again like the original Gundam stuff. Um, but you're not going to have people who who are watching like romance stuff go back and watch Gundam. You know what I mean? Um, anime started off as like a very niche thing and now you know in, the, in 2019 it's just this massive industry with so much like just so much content it's insane uh, and there's something for everyone and I think that's what's more important I think uh, that's what's yeah m- yeah more important um, yeah that's it um, go watch those videos because it's really cool and engage in the conversation like I just did goodbye Oh dear, this this ghost better better get its shit together. <laughs> I swear to fucking god. Um you know, just just casually throwing shade at a ghost who forgot to um edit this uh music episode that was supposed to come out. This hypothetical episode. Yes, this hypothetical music episode that was supposed to come out during summer, but didn't happen. So, you know, there's that. And uh my recommendation this week and Probably just very quickly, I'm just saying this for Brandon, purely purely for Brandon, is goddamn Nathan Foley from High Five can get it still. Um, 
my recommendation this week is a movie you can find on Netflix. It's called Love, uh, spelled L-O-E-V. Um, it's a South Asian queer film, romantic queer film, and I leave it at that because it's 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 a roller coaster of emotions as a lot of queer films are but also you know south asian representation queer representation as well so it's like double barreled um i enjoy feel it. like i feel like my dad had that at his um gay film festival really yeah i think so because it sounds familiar it's the only reason i would know was... is if 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 it was at one of the film festivals dad helps organize oh, okay so it probably was given that it i think it was an entry to a film festival in 2015 or 2016 yeah it's so a yeah, bit it's been a maybe few. it's a bit later than when dad started doing stuff but maybe they held a screening maybe maybe yeah, it's really good go watch that and if you want to come find me you can find me on um instagram and twitter as uh, abang pinoy a-b-a-n-g-p-i-n-o-y instagram uh i'm leaving it quiet for a few months just to um, recharge but with twitter you can come find me doing hot takes of master chef or you know um, other fun cultural stuff that i find interesting so there's that and you can find us the podcast on both twitter and instagram as great mates podcast um go listen to us on apple podcast it's no longer going to be itunes in a few weeks rest in peace um, really spot it. yep oh yeah itunes, iTunes is is going to they're killing it um, off buried forever now so can't say itunes anymore it's going to be apple podcasts spotify google play music tune in basically everywhere you find a podcast you can listen to us there go leave us a rating and review um five stars who I don't know where you're going to put reviews and five-star ratings now. No, they're still on uh, podcasts. You can, yeah, you can still do it on Apple Podcasts podcast. and all the other good things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We also have YouTube videos now. So, um, they go up a week after the audio is up just because logistically and I just don't have the fucking time to sync everything. Apart from that, you can also leave us questions and interact with us on both platforms as well as on youtube if you want to leave comments there i haven't seen anyone leave comments there yet but anyway um yeah keep in mind uh keep listening for something that is going to drop on our let's get deeper um feed so we have let's get deeper and spoilers for a day separate feeds now on itunes and basically everywhere else go sub to those and have a listen to the episodes there and also in a few weeks, I believe, let me just quickly do a math, we are going to be three-ish weeks away from our second anniversary slash 100th episode. So get ready, folks. I'm I am trying not to hype this train, but you know how it is. Um, expect clusterfuck galore. And yeah, that's going to be it for us this week. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.